0: Welcome to four season podcast. I'm Mary.
1: I'm Courtney. I'm Dami.
0: We are three sisters. We are sisters connected by blood and by marriage. And this podcast is a space we wanted to create as we process what is true for us individually in each season of our hello hello everybody welcome back to four season podcast this is episode two i'm here with my sisters hey y'all
1: what up how are you
0: i'm here we in the all right um i'm in my new apartment in austin
1: come on i haven't
0: recorded from here my last one sounded echoey it sounds regular in here right
1: it sounds good to me
0: we thank god um how are y'all? <laughs> how was the weekend? What's today? You went to you went to your so Shell is your oldest child and he had a little game today.
1: Yes, he did have a game today. I got that little um, nigga doing some
0: of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you that dude is got to
1: keep them active, otherwise they start having their own. How old is Shell? Shell is turning he will be four in a month. Wow. So wow. Down. Yeah. He has an active social life. I had to think of what today was because yesterday we literally, he had two birthday parties, <laughs> a baseball game. Um, I would
0: just say this, I'm oh, sorry I interrupted, I, I FaceTimed Abby just to talk shit for like a quick second. Then I'm me back, all I see is Shell dressed up, <laughs> hi Auntie Mary, I'm like, where are you? <laughs> He's at, I'm at a party. <laughs> <laughs> that okay where your parents at
1: that was like hey girl we had this birthday party I'm like these people are booked and busy literally. like I said his social life is more active than mine so that was yesterday and I also I also do cakes um as a form of like self-care so I had a oh yeah I saw that. yesterday for one of the birthday parties that we um attended as well so that was all fun so it was super busy so today was chill we only had one baseball game um, and it was fun. He did really good. He did really well. Baseball is kind of like hard for little kids because they have to wait. <laughs>
0: they just got to stand on base. Yeah, they,
1: they legit have to stand there. And he he's getting, he's gotten a lot better. It actually looks like a real game now, but wow. it didn't look like that um, a couple months ago.
0: But um, Rewind, how can people find your bacon page and all your... Yeah,
1: um, you can follow me at sweetlola underscore 11 on ig um yeah so if you ever you're interested and want to place an order you could definitely email or dm me and i'll respond cute come on business owner courtney
0: how you doing
2: girl, i'm good girl <clears throat> i'm
0: good <laughs> every time i look at you i forget your hair so long
2: you know that's so funny because i was just talking to my um my friends group my best friends mm-hmm. chat you're like, girl, your hair is long. I'm like, really, is it?
0: It feel like it happened out of nowhere, though. Did you add,
2: did add to it?
0: it? Did I add to it? <laughs> she, <laughs> oh, it. she looked so damn sorry. No. Like, I
2: feel like with locks, they just take off. Like they, It's like a plant, you know? Like, you had that little
0: phase, and then you'd be like.
2: That phase, mm. was not little. I was <laughs> But But like, I feel like it took off within the last couple of months. Like, is down my back? Like, I can touch the back, like, my back and pull
0: wow that's cute that's cute all right well
2: wait wait, mary you ain't even telling me what's
0: What's up yeah i'll be forgetting i do that every conversation i have with anybody unless i call to be like i need to talk about myself right now (laughs) um what's the question how am i doing how are you listen i moved to my little apartment it's cute it is cute um I have a habit of when I move, I just throw shit away. That's actually how I move. Dami mean, I mean, remember moving me out of my college. bed, Through every single thing I could find in, in the trash. Way. And she was just like, Mary, you don't want this? No, I don't know why, but that's how I do. So I moved in here with not very much, but I like that. I mean, yeah. it kind of like restarted. I mean, I took the essentials, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, as long as I got Wi-Fi, place to sleep, some clothes on my body, um, food, <laughs> it's cute. So I'm like in the process of getting situated here but this. oh my gosh we gotta talk about this after we finish recording but just to drop this in there I I went on a part two date yesterday part two 2.0 oh oh my god just think about it make my skin crawl oh my god
1: that
0: was was so sick she said oh um Maybe someday he will listen to this. So I should I probably shouldn't talk credit. I probably shouldn't talk shit right now. But long story short, the we like went to this murder mystery thing yesterday, and that was actually fun. But the like actual person is it's a it's a hard pass for me. But that's fine. That's dating, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. we live more. Anyway, so I did that yesterday, and I'm I've just been doing schoolwork all day today. So I just try to put my head down. But other than that, I feel good. I'm excited for this topic. I feel like I'm going to learn a lot tonight. Um, Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. But uh, before we get into our official topic for the night, we always like to do a little section at the beginning called True or False. Um, The whole premise of this podcast is that we are thinking about what is true for us in this season of our lives. And inherently, that's going to change. But just for right now, what's true? What do we believe? What are we holding on to? All that stuff. So True or False is kind of like a fun section where we get to talk about whether something sounds right or it ain't sounding right for us right now. Um, okay, I was on the Instagram. This was like a week or, week or two ago, and I told y'all about this. I saw that Mariah Carey was doing something with Brandy. She was no Mariah Carey was like releasing music. It was like some revamp of of maybe her greatest hits. I don't know, but she was doing it with Brandy, and there was a post that some that do y'all follow. They have the range. No, y'all don't. Lord have mercy. Anyways, everybody, people listening don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, they were posting about it. on They have the range. just like a page where like black singers and people in general just like go to be like, oh my God, people on here can really sing. And so they were posting about it. Everybody was hyping it up. They're doing like Mariah Carey challenge. And someone was like, wow, to see the two, the comment was something like to see the two um, musical legends of our time performing together, like, it made them happy. And, I, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I felt about So, for you, Mariah Carey and Brandy, let me, no, I'm not even gonna say that. Else. Mariah Carey and Brandy, two, Brandy. The, and Brandy, the two musical legends of our time.
1: True or false? How are you feeling about that? How does that land for you? There's no midway, there's no, like, half true, half false. What's your answer? What do you feel? I'm feeling I want to lean more false-ish, right? Um, I, mm, you know, Brandy, yes, you know, I remember vibing to her mm-hmm. back when I was a little girl, and I I do appreciate her vocal abilities and think that she's, you know, made an impact on society as a musician, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I would say Ooh, she's a legend. Um, <gasps> Oh, no. <laughs> Scary. No. Yikes! What about Mariah Carey? Um, I don't know. I think maybe when I think of legend, maybe I think of people who've passed away. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. It's living legends. Though. I know. I guess I'm just like maybe I don't appreciate something until it's gone. Like it, it's like Brandy had high moments. Like Mariah Carey has high moments, but maybe it's like their lifestyle that's you know. Mm, I don't know. Damn. I gotta like, go. You know when Brandy and Monica had their was it a versus? Verses? Yes, I remember that. That I was like, yes, it's taking me back. Wow, ooh, great. So she's wonderful, but I don't know. When I think of legends, I think of you know Michael Jackson, like people my kids will never know again. Sheesh. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I feel so. Can I go? Yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. Okay. Go, go, go. <laughs> this is what I have to say right now. Don't come for my sister. Anybody listen to this, don't come for my sister. <laughs> she she just speaking from her heart. You speak your truth and that's okay. That's true for you in this season. I mean, for me, I feel like in any season, Brandy is legendary. Absolutely.
1: Gorgeous. Said- <laughs> Brandy, quiet, Coco.
0: Said I feel like when I listen to people now, I think not that they I don't hear them in their own way or right the art and b artists that i listened to today but i hear brandy like kind of thing so i feel like yes mariah carey yes like legendary so i guess it's like it's not for me it's not a question of if they're legendary it's mm-hmm. just like when we're talking about vocal legends of mm-hmm. our time it's like whitney counts as our time right hmm yebba i mean i'm not trying to put Yabba on the level of like brandy but i'm just saying yebba will sing somebody down Mm -hmm. like there are just so many so many artists that i'm just like oh sheesh so anyways i just feel like or like monica or like other people so i just felt like when i saw that post i was like what like yes they are legends but like i feel like we're we're (laughs) top two like (laughs) Eat. I don't know, that's a little spicy. So that was my feelings when I saw it. Okay, Courtney, what do you think?
2: Okay. So when I think of Mariah and Brandy as legends, it's a mm. hard yes for me. Because mm. I look at like their career. Like how long have they been existing? So Mm -hmm. I can remember like being young and listening to Brandy sitting Mm -hmm. up in my room. She had a show, Moesha. And then you have Mariah. um, She did like the soundtrack to Prince of Egypt. That was years ago. So I feel like they have like some substance Mm
1: -hmm. and,
2: and they can be called a legend. But as far as like vocally, I'm not with Mariah, Brandy all day long. So, so like top two. Ooh. No, like I feel like Brandy is a natural-born singer in and out the studio. You put Mariah in the studio, okay, she can hit them little whisper notes. You take her out. Have y'all heard her Ooh. all along for Christmas? Uh, without like all the the
0: extras. Took oh yes, I know what you're talking about. They took the, they took the music out. It was just her vocals. Ugly. She sounds sick though. She sounded like something was happening. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no, 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 she sounded like something was happening at that time or oh, like she had a cold something it was okay, weird you gotta say that you can't say she sounds it was bad though it was really bad so
2: bad and i mean I'll give her her props legend you know like she she had some hits back in the day and like she's still
0: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, current but just I, I wouldn't say she's in my top two i do feel like brandy is up there she's not a whitney houston mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. You know i
2: mean but vocally i feel like brandy is underrated anyway but mariah she she can't hang with brandy and i feel like you can't even put them as legends together in the same category just just my opinion
1: mm. oh spicy I, I think yeah i think like there's like a a t- that we call it, like a totem pole like a list like if i had mm. a list like they will be on the list but they won't be like not my number one
0: I mean, that's fair. I don't know even who my number one will be right now. Honestly, I feel like my number one is always whoever I'm listening to at that moment, Mm. which the most person I've been playing the most recently is Ari Lennox. I don't know what's about that album that she just put out, but it did something to myself. Okay. Um, There was something else that I saw. There's this person. Let me try to find her one minute. Hold on. So her name is Alex. Um, she does like I don't know if she's an LPC, but she does. Alex L is her name, and she does like retreats that focuses around healing and mm-hmm. all this different stuff. Yeah, yeah. Follow her on Instagram. Her content's beautiful. She's also beautiful as a person. Um, I love her energy, and she posts these little decks, like the little like uh, decks on Instagram, where you can slide and be like, I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but things that she's thinking of. Mm -hmm. one thing that she said that i posted that i when i posted it i felt it immediately felt right to me um but then i second guessed it and so i'm like is this true for me right now i'm gonna read it the older i get the more i realize that everything doesn't happen for a reason and so i'm just gonna go ahead and say mine and then i'll let y'all so for me i feel like in this season I feel like that's true, actually. And it feels, I feel like it's true, but I feel guilty saying that because I feel like right now, I don't believe that everything, and by that, I mean, like everything doesn't have some deep, profound, um, cosmic meaning that we can like grab onto. I feel like, yeah, I don't feel like everything has that kind of reason. Let me read the rest of the statement. She said, the older I get, the more I realize that everything doesn't happen for a reason. Some things will happen senselessly, senselessly and be completely devastating. I do not have to make something good out of something terrible. Toxic positivity isn't helpful to my growth or healing. I, maybe it was the broader statement, like the sentiment behind it, that I really was like, oh yeah, that's absolutely true for me. Like everything doesn't have a reason. I don't have to be like, well, you know, cause I feel like when I hear everything happens for a reason, it's like, well, you know, everything happens for a reason. So it's fine kind of thing. But it's like, mm, actually, no, it's not. So yes, it is true. It just feels spicy. It feels a little like, oof, it feels rough for me to say that I'm going to think more about why, but what about y'all? Everything doesn't happen for a reason. That true or false you right now.
2: Can can I go right quick? Yeah. Okay. So I've never lived outside of that. Like I've never been mm. in that. So this mm. is new. So my brain mm. is like, what, what, what? Trying to wrap around it. But I personally feel like everything does happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. It may be small, you know, it may be, it may be big. Like even she, she talked about things that are devastating and you know, she doesn't have to look at the how toxic it was and apply that to her life but I feel like everything that we do in life is a like experience and mm-hmm. no matter how small or big I think that everything is purposeful no matter what but I've never sat and, and thought about that quote and I need to because it may just make sense <laughs> you know what I mean like it's so new but um right now today and this moment mm-hmm. I do feel like everything is for a reason everything is purposeful everything has some kind of tie to to my life but that could not be true I don't know I, I didn't even think about it though I do
0: I don't know it either it just it, it immediately resonated with me and I was like oh yeah okay Damn what you think
1: yeah I think um when I if I'm thinking about the term like toxic po- toxic positivity like she's basically saying like people just ineffectively like overgeneralize happiness as a way to kind of deal with every situation Mm -hmm. so like you're invalidating like the authentic human emotional experience of situations so I do believe that people should be allowed to be sad when they're feeling sad or you know be upset when situations happen and being upset but at the same token I think um, if I'm thinking more like spiritually that aspect of like because I feel like there's two folds right so when I think of that phrase everything happens for a reason like I think that the scripture of like you know it's a season and time for everything so I think there's a time to be sad
0: and mm. there's a
1: time to like be upset and there's a time to be angry there's a time to like make it it don't make sense and it just, um. that's just where it lives so I think it's like uh, almost a both for me like absolutely I should feel my emotions and some shit just not gonna make sense to me and at the same time, this is my time to also be sad about it and not just overgeneralize with, like, oh, it's okay. Oh, just keep smiling. Oh, it could mm-hmm. be worse. Uh, mm-hmm. Just look at the bright side. Like, actually, no, like, this is hard right now. Like, it's okay to feel upset. Like, failure's a part of it, you know, et cetera. So those are my thoughts.
0: I, as you were talking, I was just thinking, like, maybe the reason why, because when Courtney was talking, I was like, But yes, I do have this feeling that I think I internally rely on that everything is moving in a certain direction. Like there's a direction for everything. But then at the same time, I think that statement, what really maybe I could have added on to the end is everything doesn't happen for a reason that I can always explain. Mm. Like. I don't always know that reason. And I think it's easy to be like, well, I don't, this doesn't happen. This is just happening for no reason. But it really, it's just like, this is beyond what I could understand. And that's upsetting. <laughs> but I do feel like there's a direction for things. And I live like that, too. I live like there's a direction for my life. And there are things. That- so anyways, speaking of um, things happening for a reason, There was a point in time when all three of us weren't connected. Um, (laughs) There was a point in time where all of us met one another. And so tonight's episode is really focused on exploring um, family. I am so excited for this. (laughs) Me too. Oh, this is juicy. I mean, hear what everybody got to say. So to, uh, tonight we wanted to spend time kind of exploring our relationship, uh, relationship. Our first episode was really exploring spirituality. That was kind of what set us in motion for the whole podcast. So we felt like it was good to put that out there in the beginning. And now we wanted to take a step maybe back and lay the ground for like the rest of our episodes and talking about us, talking about our individual family experiences, but then meeting one another. And I think we're going to learn a lot. So where are we going to start? How we want to start? Are we going to rock, paper, scissors?
1: <laughs> I think we should just start with just describing our family dynamics. So, like, the structure of the family, the the important members of the family, etc. cetera. And then we can go into, like, sharing our experiences. Okay. Do you want to do that, Emmy? Sure. Sure, sure. I mean, we come from the same family, but I don't know. You may have a different structure in mind. Mm. so you saying each of us describe our own family structures yeah like okay because like okay so describe our family in one sentence can y'all do that no three words to describe our family how about I'm looking
2: that to go first and i'm gonna hear it just to make sure i'm on the same page so
1: go ahead okay i'm gonna do i'm gonna do the sentence and y'all can do whatever y'all want to do i'm just like <laughs> description and i'm gonna tell you what it is all right so i think if i had to have a sentence describe my family or phrase i would say we are very connected but also disconnected by the same type of trauma Mm. Um, so I think like generational trauma um, everyone experienced the same kind but we have all like not I guess shared or talked to each other or whatever as it it relates to that so that's the way in which we are connected but it also is the very thing that disconnects us Um, so that's that's what I would explain my family to be or from, from my eyes of the season where I am right now. That's how I see it. Um, so I am one of seven. So I'm number five out of the seven. So I have four older than me and two younger than me. I have three brothers and three sisters. Um, had a mom and dad. I'm Nigerian. So my dad and mom came to the States um, <clears throat> with, wait, they ain't, they ain't come with me. It came with me yes. later. My dad came first and my mom came with me later because um, I was the youngest at the time. My younger two were not born. Fast um, forward, parents divorced and then mom became a single mom of seven kids. Um, and then a little bit of that, and it's, those of you who are Nigerian culture may understand like it was for a very long time, myself, my two younger siblings who were born in the States, but the four older ones, only two came to the States because that's all they could afford at that time for visas and all the things. And the two- the two that was remaining came on their own accord, so another family member kind of sponsored them, and then another family member um oh she relocated to not the u s to to Canada so that's the structure um of the family, so you can see with there i only like i could say grew up the most with myself and my two younger ones um the older ones never lived in the same household for a very long time, maybe about four years or so um we all live now in different states and it changes every year, just kind of as job sees fits or whatever. Um, <clears throat> if I'm being honest, I would say like now, and I don't even know if, uh, we can always edit this out. <laughs> I would say now myself and my younger siblings, we call ourselves the younger half because we're separated by culture um, and just by experience. So I'm Nigerian American. I always felt like I was the the, where the Nigerian culture Kind of bled into, so I can relate to my younger ones, and then the older ones. Um, I would say are purely more invested in the culture of Nigeria, um, or just experience it differently, if that makes sense. So there's older, there's a different way of thinking, different beliefs, and different structures there for the older siblings, and then myself and my two younger siblings. We also have a different, very much Americanized, um, in the way in which we think, with we blend in Nigerian culture as we see fit. So. That's my explanation.
0: I feel like I should go off of that because we right there. (laughs) That's me. Um great job, Damian. So (laughs) it's funny because we grew up in the same family, but I really think like in the last couple years, a big part of my healing has been to understanding that we grew up in the same family, but we didn't. So I would say to describe my family in one sentence, I would say we are survivors and we are lone wolves. And like the reason I mean that is because, um what I mean by that is that I feel like my family, what Diamond has just described really captures it all. And I'll go into detail, but I feel like my family has, Just because of how we came into the country and our story and the timing of everything, we survived by way of of sticking together. So what my family still can do really well if we choose to is we go into survival mode and we come together. What's the problem? How are we going to fix it? Blah, blah, blah. And we kind of just ride that off. Like everybody in survival mode is on their best behavior toward one another. (laughs) When there's a crisis, everybody is managing that crisis well. Everyone is you know, all the bad blood is gone, all the tension's gone. But once we come out of survival mode, it's almost like the infrastructure disappears because that's kind of what I feel like we learned to do to function as a family was to survive. And so, and um, but then there's a lone wolf part because I feel like also a good part of my healing came in understanding that my, everybody in my family has a different story. And so I can't expect one sibling to see something or someone or some experience the same way that I did. There's a house we grew up in and on Avenue F in Thomaston, Georgia. And I have a memory of that house, but that memory is not the same that Dami has of that house. Like it's just very different. And I feel like I had to accept that in order to be able to have a relationship with other people. But anyways, just to fill in the gap a little bit of my perspective of our family, Dami is number five. I'm number seven. So I'm the youngest out of all the kids. Um, I have three older brothers, three older sisters. I am the youngest in the younger half, (laughs) and I love it. (laughs) I feel like I've come to accept my place in the family, but in what I've um, also have like, begun to wrap my head around in recent years is that um, I was really lonely in my family. Um, I just remember being very lonely a lot of the time. And I think I was always trying to like attach myself to Dami and Dare. Dare number six. Um, and so I was always trying to hang out with them, but they didn't want to hang out with me, <laughs> especially once we got older. Like they wanted, they were always having to take care of me. And so I feel like an escape for them was, one, getting out of the house. Like, I've heard them say this in, like, recent months. Like, I was just trying to get up out of there. Um, So getting out of the house. But then I was still young. I was still dependent on, like, the family structure and idea. But um, essentially a lot of how I felt growing up was that once I got, I was, like, it was almost like I felt like I was perpetually 10 steps behind everybody else. So everybody went through graduation a certain way or a certain there was a certain tradition we did for when people graduated or a certain tradition we did when people got married. But like by the time I got to that tradition, everybody had moved on. <laughs> so like my graduations look very different. Like whenever I get married, if that happens, that's going to look very different. Cause my family. happen.
1: Don't be speaking craziness. Hey, I mean, I don't even know. I'm just saying the truth.
0: Like we get to statistics. Black women is rough out here. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I'm just saying like, it's just very different by the time, because our family structure has completely changed now that I'm, like, by the time I have kids, wow. I mean, what? That means kids are going to be, Chanel's going to be babysitting my kids. I mean, <laughs> so it's definitely um, different. So I've had to accept that I've not really been left behind. I've just been, um, I'm just in a different season than everybody else constantly. And so Dami, just to give more context to that, Dami and dire, um so Dami graduated when I was in sixth grade and then Dire graduated when I entered high school. So I got to do my first year of high school at Dire, and that was actually really cool in a lot of ways and really frustrating in a lot of ways. But um, but then I was like, then they left. So our mom remarried when I was eight. I don't think you mentioned that Dami. so which makes uh-huh. sense. <laughs>
1: I'm still healing. I ain't there yet. <laughs> i all leave me alone. So our
0: mom remarried um, an African-American man, actually, when I was eight years old. And that marriage really set the tone for how I viewed marriage and relationship. Um Of all my siblings but that's a different conversation i think we'll come back around to that when courtney goes (laughs) so (laughs) but yeah so when i so yeah so my mom got remarried i grew up the two main parents that i knew of were my mom and my stepdad and i it was just me my mom's stepdad when i was like going through high school it was just so strange it was such a strange experience that i don't think anybody can really relate to so yeah that was kind of that and um Right now where I am with family, I guess we'll come back to that maybe later on. But um yeah. So that's my family structure. That's how I would describe it. That's how I viewed it for a long time. Now we are the younger half. I'm Dami's five, I'm seven, and there's number six diary. We've talked about him. I think we'll probably talk about him every episode because um Upper Black <laughs> Because that connects us to Coco. So Coco, you wanna go? Tell us what's up, girl.
2: You know what? Listen, I really feel out of place because you know, you guys talk about you know, it's seven of y'all and um, just being tight-knit and, and culturally invested. And I think about my family and I'm like, <laughs> <gonna say, laughs> I joke a lot. And I talk to my, my friends group. And I'm like, man, y'all want to know about the episode of Love and Hip Hop in my family? Like, it's just, it's always uh, something. <laughs> it's always something. But I can say in this season Um, we are in a season of unlearning a lot of stuff. So I've Mm -hmm. seen a lot of healing take place, but, um, I was raised with my mom, um, and my sister. Um, I did not meet my father until I was 18. And once I met my father, I found out I had a brother. (laughs) And so, um, I am close with my siblings, my sister and my brother. Um, and closer with my parents today hasn't always been that way because i didn't i didn't know my dad for 18 years um so when i think about us i just think about growth that's the only word i can i can say honestly um like i said it's uh, it's it's always been my sister and my mother and myself and survival mode for most of my life um so in this season today i can just say we are unlearning we are learning we are healing and we are gelling but i don't think i ever really experienced family like i told my husband when we first got married like man i'm so excited to like go to thanksgiving or christmas because i didn't have that like my mom has my 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 grandmother had six kids right so um growing up we would have like family reunions and we would meet up for thanksgiving at the park and all of our family would come and then just stopped it stopped my mom was in a very toxic relationship uh, with my sister's father and that kind of separated us from the rest of our family so i never really got to um mingle with family i never got to experience family growing up and so the the family that i know and have experienced as an adult is through my husband um but currently today my family's trying, and I'm super proud of that. So, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. In my loving hip hop family.
0: <laughs> so, how I think a good a connection point, maybe to work backward from, is um, now for all of us to talk about how you met one another. Is maybe um, Courtney talking about um, <laughs> about connect, coming, uh, a marrying her husband. And then kind of meeting our family. So what was your experience, Courtney? How did that happen? Okay. You met my brother at college.
2: I did. <laughs> <laughs> I um, <laughs> Like y'all want the real beats or y'all want just like the surface level? I want beat. the real want level.
0: What you want to okay. share? Level. Okay,
2: here we go. I like that. What you want to share? Okay, so um, yes. I, I met Uncle Black. I met Sam, I met Dare in college. I was dating someone at the time and we were just kicking it like we was, we was homies. Right. Um, I had a little friend group who are still my friends to this day and somehow they were connected and then we connected. And one day Sam and I connected in the lobby of my, of my dorm. It was a whole bunch of shit talking back and forth, <laughs> but um, we ended up being real cool, right? We ended up being real cool and um, we had so much in common. We had so much in common and um, I think back then I was just so like afraid to connect with another male because I was in a relationship. So I put like a lot of things on hold when it came to, to Sam. Um, <laughs> but then eventually after we, I, I transferred to another school and um, but we still kept in touch on a low. And
0: um and then- wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up, wait a minute. On the low. What kind of low? No, I just played. Just just you ain't gotta tell y'all the business, but I just want to know.
2: No, like we would we would text, we would text and um
0: why was it on the low? Because you were still with old dude?
2: Yeah, so I had a boyfriend like for forever, like all the yeah. time. And then my husband had his people who he used to be fooling with. So we were just not. You remember. Yes. And it wasn't like, it just wasn't out out there. So I think, I think really we were just kind of keeping it safe, you know, like we knew what it was and it wasn't nobody else's business and just whatever happened, happened. So he would come kick it with me when I moved to Atlanta and we would go on little dates and, and then he, um, he enlisted in the army. I think shit got real for him and me too. Right. So he was getting deployed and, um, Dami, I think you might have been with him this day when y'all came to my mom's house and he was like, yo, I'm going to Afghanistan in January. And it was like, um, maybe like October when he came to my mom's and I was like, okay. And he was like, you know, I might not make it back. What? Like, (laughs) like, what you mean? So we kicked it real hard that weekend and um, i didn't know if i was going to ever see him again because he was going he was getting deployed and we just made it official we made it official and then that that's how we connected that's how i'm connected to him and how i'm connected to Yaw's family i just i knew that he was somebody that um, i had never felt for in this way he felt really safe to me always from the beginning um, and I knew that that's what I needed, what I wanted. And that's how I'm here. Booyah.
1: That's so interesting. Diary tells me that story all the time. Like, Dami, you were with me. We was in the car. And said, you know, I couldn't drive. So you drove. And I was like, I don't remember this. I, but okay. You don't remember? <laughs> I probably was dissociating. You
2: know? She was, I-
1: she was.
2: Dami did not get out the car.
1: She oh, didn't I
2: probably say hi to car. me. Like, Absolutely. it was very much cold. But I wasn't, like, even... I think I wasn't I think I may have been disconnected too cuz you know this man that I love is telling me he's about to go to Afghanistan so everybody else didn't matter like there I didn't see anything or anybody but him in that moment. I just remember her being there.
1: That's funny. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember
0: So it's interesting because Di- Diary left the house and I'm I feel like Diary remember this differently in some ways. But but that, when Diary left the house, I felt like in my mind, there was a change in my relationship with him. Because me and Dari were like cats and dogs growing up. Dami was like between us um, for a long time growing up. And then he left the house and all of a sudden we were cool. <laughs> and I loved him. And uh, we started calling each other twin. And that was a whole thing. And then like I, I think I felt very... I felt very I felt a sense of ownership, <laughs> which I feel like has a lot to do with my family, my family's understanding of family. But anyways, I felt a sense of ownership over Dari. And but Dari, uh, we're not gonna talk about him like he like we're gonna talk about him like that, you know what I'm saying? He ain't here to talk to him to defend himself. I love my brother. That's a fine black man. That's big chocolate. Big sexy of chocolate. I always call him that. And it's not weird when I say it, it's weird when Corey said it. <laughs> 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 but Dire always was a little chocolate thing that a lot of people liked, okay? Diary had friends, all right? so I always I never really took the people that he brought around seriously.
1: I think that's probably what it was. but of.
0: when Dire met Courtney. I remember this specifically, and I've told him the story so many times, but he doesn't remember. My brother, our oldest brother, had a house in Atlanta. It was in Douglasville, and you're from Douglasville, right, Courtney? Yeah,
2: it's crazy, right?
0: Okay, so I remember that when you when that started happening, I feel like that was like a. Another reason why I heard about it more, because when we would be at our brother's house, for some reason, my brother's house was like headquarters for family events for for a while. So we would go to Douglasville, and they had everybody and their mom was in their house, damn it. And so I remember, though, me and Dara were the only ones there that, for for some reason, at that time, we were at the kitchen counter. And he was like, oh, I met this girl. And I was like, for real? And he was like, look, she's so pretty. He showed me a picture of you. And he was like, I'm going to marry her. And I was like, okay, whatever. And he was I vividly remember him saying that he said he was gonna marry her. The crazy thing is Dire proposed to Courtney from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. We were in that same house. <laughs> that same house. It wasn't too long. Yes, it wasn't too long after that. Mm-hmm. And he proposed to Courtney from Afghanistan. We were all there. And I just still think that when he proposed to her, I was still like, is this, I'm talking this seriously? <laughs> Like, is this happening? I don't think I was. I really didn't expect it. I remember Diary coming back from AIT and he rented a truck or something. Kurt, do you remember that little truck? I remember. I, remember. <laughs> I thought it was a big red truck. It was something over the top, you know, Diary Extra. Yes. And he rented his truck and I remember him picking me up from college. And I'm like, why you got this big ass truck? And he was going to take Courtney on a date.
2: Can I jump in?
0: Just, just yeah, 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 yeah. Before Courtney jumps in, I'm going to jump in. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Mary here. I know the story is getting so good. And I promise you, it actually gets better. We tell a lot of really interesting stories about us meeting one another. We don't only talk about uh, connecting with Courtney. Me and Dami talk about our relationship the change there for us Um, we get really uh, honest with each other and there might be a couple tears here and there uh, as we talk about our relationship in the coming episode so please come back hear about what diary was doing with that damn red truck um so many other things that we want to share and how we've kind of grown and learned from each other in episode three of four season podcast all right y'all see you next week bye